Good morning. My name is Margaret Weaver. Welcome to Monday Morning with Dr. Margaret. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord. Great is thy faithfulness. So glad to have you with us this morning. Keep us in your prayers and encourage others to join us by going to Margaret O'Weaver on Instagram and Margaret Weaver on Facebook. Another option is to go to this website, buzzsprout.com forward slash 175-4492. That's buzzsprout, B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T dot com forward slash 175 Our topic today is forgiveness. Specifically, we will look at two challenges that may arise with forgiveness. Listen to Matthew 6, verse 14, the New King James Version. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Let us pray. Father God, you are great and you are good, and your mercy endures forever. We give you praise. Bless now these moments with your presence and your power. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. For so many, it is puzzling that a relative or a friend will continue to subject themselves to ongoing physical abuse. Despite the pleas of those who love them, they remain in or continue to go back to relationships that put them in physical jeopardy. Of course, there are many reasons someone might subject themselves to this kind of abuse, but today let us look at one of those reasons. Some people mistakenly believe that if they have truly forgiven, then they must remain in a life-threatening, physically abusive relationship to prove it. They believe that staying in physical jeopardy demonstrates they have forgiven the repeated abuser. Sadly, the tragic stories of the victims of domestic violence end up on the 6 o'clock news. Louis Smeads, David Augsburger, and others who write about forgiveness Talk about the difference between forgiveness and tolerance. You are not required to tolerate brutality to demonstrate forgiveness. Physical abuse is a crime. Anyone who assaults you forfeits their right to be around you. If you are the victim of domestic violence, you can call the Domestic Violence Hotline at 
799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. Also, let's keep in mind that forgiveness does not mean there will be reconciliation. It takes one to forgive, but two to be reconciled. If the domestic violence continues, there is no room for reconciliation. There is no repentance. There is no turning away from the sin of violence. Obviously, it is not possible to be reconciled when the other party does not think they have done anything wrong. But also keep in mind that just because someone tearfully says they have repented and changed does not mean that they have. 2 Corinthians 7.10 says, For godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted. But the sorrow of the world produces death. Not all crying and weeping is godly sorrow. Some tears are designed to manipulate. Forgiveness does not mean that trust is always restored. Reconciliation is not automatic. In some instances, reconciliation is not possible because the offending party's behavior simply does not change. God does call us to forgive. No question about that. Lewis Smeads said, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that that prisoner was you. When we forgive, we obey God and it is freeing for us. But we need to understand and be clear about what forgiveness involves and what it does not. Forgiveness does not require you to be subject to criminal behavior. Neither does forgiveness mean that there will always be reconciliation. Be forgiving. Be safe.